Samurais battling cowboys on this week's episode of Training Day, Season 1, Episode 3, coming at you. You're <laughs> tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. The track right here. You know what I'm saying? Oh my Fuji. gosh. Yes. This is a, if you don't know about this East Coast-ish. Classic. Yes. This is when Lauren Hill was not a solo artist. She was yes. with the Fugees. And the Cosby show is still going. Because ah. if you look at Young Camel Toes. Taking it back to Hillman. So what's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> My name is TK Trinidad. Welcome to Training Days After Show. We are here. Yeah. My name is TK Trinidad. You can follow me on everything, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Also, we're going to be live chatting on uh, the YouTube page, After Buzz TV. All your comments, I really, really appreciate it. I think we all appreciate it, good or bad. We have tough skin, so just give it to us. My co-host tonight. Hey, everybody. I'm Al Gregg, a.k.a. Al G, a.k.a. Old Camel Toe over here. <laughs> old and dusty Camel Toe. And um, you can find me on uh, Al G underscore Jamaica House Film. That's my IG. And follow me at SoundClash City on Twitter. Yo, C-Man, you're right. Um, Instagram, Young Camel Toe, Y-U-N-G Camel Toe. And uh, Twitter, David Spitz. Blah. Yeah. You mean Dr. Bill Cosby tonight? I poured my own drink tonight, though. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, they call me AKA Theo. AKA Young Theo. You know, have you met Theo in person? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Super. Where did you meet him at? He, I was on set. I was just doing background work. And he, he sat with the background actors. He, like, didn't want to sit oh, with Oh, yeah. Them. Humble. Yeah, he's a humble dude. Yeah, I saw him at the the airport from Toronto to um, L.A., and he just looked so peaceful. I'm like, I, eventually I'm going to see you. So I was um, came in late to this workout class, and he was in the workout class. Right? And I was like, that's MMFN Theo. Right. I was like, okay. So after the class, I'm like, my mom really loves you, which is, you know, she does, but it's total. I was like, I really want to get a picture from my mom. So I sent it to my for mom. For your mom. Yeah, for my mom. <laughs> so I took the picture. He looks really great for his age. So I took the picture, sent it to my mom, and my mom's first response was, is he single? And I'm like... That's a good response. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, training day, episode three, code of honor. Uh, what, what do you guys think overall? Code of Honor, I don't know, man. Kind of jumped the shark for me, but we'll get into that later. Uh, wah, wah, wah. I don't know. It, I mean, hey, stuff happened. We're going to get into it. <laughs> so I think there was a deeper meaning uh, to it all. So the opening scene is essentially um, uh, Frank <laughs> Frank is talking about how there's no honor in there's no honor in society anymore. So his line was, honor is just the name that they give baby girls in Westwood. Just... If you if you live in LA, you 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 know what we're talking about. Yeah, and he kind of took it back to the real honor was the back in the day, you know, when we defended the Alamo. Yeah, and, you know, well, like all those stuffs, like you defended the Alamo, like if that, your handshake was your bond, like whatever you said was. Now everybody has contracts. People want to sue people. Like you know, everybody's backbiting. Like your word doesn't really mean much these days unless you prove yourself to whoever that individual is. So I kind of get what he was what he was trying to say. I just think the episode was a little bit on the slow side. And side note, though, also the the Yakuza obviously had their own uh, sense of honor. Right. So, um, so essentially they... Um, Frank is kind of sets up the scene that's going to be some type of, you know, cowboy-esque type thing going on. So now we have... I had to, like, really look, dig through IMB to... IM, IMBD 
right? DB, 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 yeah. To look up these two characters. Slip something in a drink. <laughs> um, now you made it. Doctor uh, Detective Akuzi and uh, Detective Butler, which is like the short black guy. Do you remember where he's from? He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but those two dudes are the biggest cornballs. I love, I love, <laughs> I love that element of it. Like, I love the fact that they're mixing up, um, they're breaking up the action with a little bit of comedy. Um, so Detective Akuzi and De- uh, Detective Baker. Um, so essentially, they bring in Frank and Kyle for this whole um, kind of sting operation. There's a whole bunch of drugs that's being sold. Um, MDK? MDK? MDMA. MDM, MDMA that's being sold, and they want to bring them in. And the reason they want to bring them in is because... Alvar- no, not Alvarez. I'm getting all my characters mixed up with all these shows. Um, the home... What, the, the CI. No, the CI. Oh, Carlos Sam- Cortez. Carlos Cortez. Let's... He's a snitch. Or, or the snitch. snitch um, but he's snitches. happy to be a snitch in this one. He's right. friends with the, the snitch's family. We actually get to know a little bit about Frank, too. So, Carlos Cortez, a.k.a. the snitch, um, he really wants Frank on this job with him because he feels like Frank has his back because Frank has been there from the beginning. Um, so, what do you guys feel about the, the relationship between Carlos and Frank? I thought it was a cute relationship. I mean, it started out, it was cute because, I mean, you know, Frank, it started out with Frank, you know, basically chasing Carlos and being Mm -hmm. like, oh, stop selling drugs, you know, but he was like nice about it. He was like, he's a good kid. He just, you know, in like a rough part of town, like, I'm going to help him out. And it just, you know, grew to the, you know, to the point where he's swinging baseball bats and getting tips from Frank. I think um, it has, I think Frank has like a softness for kids. Yeah. Like he doesn't have kids, what, that we know of. He doesn't have kids, so he has this thing that he, I think he has the genuine the the hope that kids don't become corrupt until later on in life. So he's hoping that he can impact them in some way, shape, or form to kind of not go the path that he's going, or you know, everybody else around them is going. So I think it's it's definitely admirable. True, yeah, but it was also just so storybook, you know what I mean? When have you ever seen a cop have that kind of relationship with this snitch's family? He goes home, kisses the kids, yeah, hugs the wife. He's no longer a snitch anymore. He, well he called him dude, he called him back for one more, you know, one more snitch. Yeah, because the because the wife was out of work and he wanted to help his family. He was being a man. I love well, I, I love how they portray like the, the Rosie and Daisy portrayal between cop and CI. Well, oh no, that's like pimping. But ho. look at look at look at Moreno and Frank. That relationship is... That's a little bit different. No, right. I think Moreno's getting bro- broken off on the side, though. I like... So we can just fast-forward to Moreno. <laughs> so Moreno, he's also the AKA snitch. So essentially, we'll just take to bring it up to speed. So Frank, Frank and the crew agreed to help out with this thing. And um, long story short... So Frank... We find out later on in the episode that Frank is the godfather to Carlos's daughter. Because uh, Frank and Billy essentially kind of had a part to play in Carlos's uh, rearing and growing up. They had the baseballs and all. Very touching, very, you know, whatever. So... It was cute. It was cute. So Carlos gets shot, which is kind of one of those things I feel like if he was just... If he was just watching the yard, why didn't he have a bulletproof vest? Because Frank thought he could run faster. He even says after he gets shot, you damn fat son of a a bee, why couldn't you run faster? You have that... On your phone, right yeah. There? Okay, I was <laughs> quoted. <laughs> Research. Research. <laughs> so, but I don't understand. Isn't that you know our detective for tonight? Isn't that like protocol? Um, I don't. I've never heard of them actually giving the CIs a vest, truthfully. But what just bothered me about the whole thing it was just, just 
too clean and by the numbers, and it turns out to be a setup where you know the yakuza actually set Carlos up to to smoke out the snitch. Right. And you know they end up, as you said, end up taking him out. And um, well, uh, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but you know, and that. But what you were alluding to about Moreno coming in later, right? Um, Frank ends up uh, with this partner Kyle. They end up tracing a lead. Mm -hmm. They go into the club. They bust the yakuza, the gang, the you know, a couple of goons, not the main guy, one right. of the guys with the mohawk. They take him in. Are you like shaking the table? Are you you okay? Oh, okay. Is somebody chasing you? <laughs> <laughs> you just took a moment just to do the show with us, then you gonna go back on the streets? Oh, like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Too much coffee. <laughs> Oh, this man. table is shaking, y'all. I'm like, dang. Like, mm. you know, did you bust a pimp before you got in here? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, actually, backtrack to the Yakuza. 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 Um, so, the thing about them is I didn't quite get why they were after Carlos. Like, it's, Carlos seemed like a very small fry to, like, actually set something up to kill him. No, he's a big snit. That's, that, there's nothing small about Carlos. Carlos... Yeah, but he was out <laughs> of the game, though. But I'm just saying... And he just came back for one, so he was out for years, according no, to the no, storyline. No, no, That's what he said, though, but he a snitch, though. Like, uh, he's, okay. He's probably trying to be like, yeah, you know what? I don't do this anymore. Look, Frank. Here's the last one. Like, look, look. I've been good with my family. Like, we just need a little bit more dollars. Nah, he was doing the same thing. So last you think week. that maybe he sensed that it be it was gonna be a little bit more dangerous. So right. that's why he brought Frank and Kylan. Yeah. Okay, I can. I, I guess so. But that's the case. Then why didn't he ask for a vest? Because he's thought, Carlos. He's not that smart. Like you, you saw him in the beginning scene, just getting caught. Like, that's just not a <laughs> Yeah, smart but he move. just can't run. He was just chubby. But he was a useful idiot. You knew he was going down. <laughs> you knew he was going down. I, I his wife was bad, too. Yeah. Shout out to... So that was another thing that Carlos. was unrealistic. Yeah. He would have wow. never got that way. Very unrealistic. Yeah. How is that unrealistic? Because he was being, like, all, like, he was, like, way too nice and happy. That's, he had, like, all the toys the out thing. in the front. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Maybe she just wanted a nice guy and looks wasn't, like, you know, she could have had, like, a really nice, like, really hot-looking guy. Would you have gone out with Carlos? But he's too nice. Would I have gone out yeah. with Carlos? He's a nice guy. It depends. Like, I have I have a couple other things. Like, I, I don't mind the looks, but, okay. yeah, there's some other things that yeah, I have, like, he, my top five reasons. And, uh, but looking like, at it, he look like Theo Huxtable. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, anyways... Um, so Carlos gets shot, all that good stuff. So the Yakuza sets him up, and now Frank figures that out because now he's pissed off at everybody for getting Carlos shot because he's the godfather to this guy's daughter. And I think, again, Frank gets close to particular people, like, you know, everybody else he could care less about, but there's certain people he has invested interest in. People from the past. Yeah, people from yeah, the past he, that impact Whenever he has a flashback, he's like, oh, you know what, I care. <laughs> I, I care at this very right. moment. Yeah, flashback happened. <laughs> I care now. Is that what happens? Is that what happened with your sweater? What do you mean? <laughs> it was, it was, it was She's on one tonight, man. It was, it was a flashback. <laughs> it was like Cosby, 80s. I had a flashback of Cosby? Yeah, you just put it on. No, this was a Biggie Smalls flashback. <laughs> Coochie sweater. Baby, baby. Uh. <laughs> so um so now they go and they attack the yakuza and they find yakuza 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 is something else what is the yakuza <laughs> you sitting on one uh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go here we go i thought tonight would have been a little bit smoother you but started it here we, here we go so yakuza um, yeah. So they managed to um, knock back one. He's dead. 
<laughs> he's dead. And Frank searched through all his... The, actually, what I also found, uh, too, when Frank was kind of going through uh, the Yakuza's, like, his pockets and flipping him over, that black dude who was, like, from the, like, I want to say the collection agency, essentially, who's collecting bodies, he's kind of giving this commentary, which in most cop shows that doesn't happen like he was very like laid back like oh you don't want any gloves this is very like unsanitary it just felt weird like he was breaking protocol but he was just like allowing him to do that yeah and the way they covered it up was just like terrible exposition oh yeah, yeah I have so much whiskey in my blood that's why I'm an immune you know yeah it's just yeah. it seemed that, that, that part seemed very a lot of parts in this episode seemed very loose kind of clunky yeah so he finds out that he's part of the Yakuza and then he tracks them down to this club that they are all affiliated with. And which is kind of funny because when he knocks on the door and he shows the money, it's just kind of like the door guy would know. Like, this is a new guy. Fake. Yeah. Like, he just opens it like, what do you want? No guns, no backup. Like, that just seemed kind of weird, too. Detective for the night. I mean, you know, I mean, that's just one of my many problems with tonight. I'm trying to like think of the parts I enjoy, but at a certain point, you know, tonight's episode kind of had a few lapses in credibility. Right. So they get in there, he shoots one, um, he's about to shoot another one, which I guess is some type of informant for the FBI. FBI storms in and says, like, we've been covering this, this place has been bugged and we've been covering it for, you know, months on end. Which is kind of also weird because if the FBI knew that Frank was involved, why didn't they at least pull Frank off the case? Like, it's like Carlos was like, like a sacrificial lamb, but I still understand why. Like, I understand he, he because he's a snitch, he, get, he got shot, but I don't understand how he, it seems like he was so much of the glue for all these other little parts to happen. I think I think uh, the FBI went along with it because they knew Frank was going to drop that very hot fire uh, Pokemon message. Did, did you hear that message? He said, "Hey, hey, hey! Look, he looked at the Kuzu right in his eye. He like, look, man. I already caught red and green. All I need now is blue, and I'm here to catch them all. That's Pokemon. You know about that? Green version, though. Hey, green version only came out in Japan, where the Kuzu's from. Peep game, everybody. That's hot fire." In addition to the fact that Frank... <laughs> That's knew, why the FBI let him do it. There you go. And Frank, they knew probably knew Frank's relationship with Carlos and that he wouldn't feel comfortable doing it with anybody else watching his back. I don't know. Yeah, just, It's all pretty thin. Yeah, uh, it's very, very loose. So anyways, they um, FBI takes over. They uh, take over. They take the blue guy. Yeah. Um, the blue guy with the mohawk? Blue yeah. mohawk? They caught the blue guy. They caught the blue guy. The blue Pokemon. The, they caught it was the blue. Blastoise. They caught the blue guy, and they take him. Is there something racist about that? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find nice. out in the comments. Um, so we caught the blue guy, put him in jail. So now Frank is going to talk to Lockhart, and he's essentially talking to Lockhart. But while he's doing that, pretty much distracting her, they send Moreno, Moreno in. I, I love this guy. That's That was my favorite yeah. scene. Yeah. He comes strolling up. They're I like, think what? that was the scene of the night. Oh, my God. He's like, what's, they're like, what's your name? I'm from ICE. My name is Andy Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing like some Chuck Taylors with a cheap-ass suit. Oh, my God. I'm here to pick up the Japanese national. 
<laughs> Go ahead, homie. Check your database. <laughs> and the guy knew. So uh, everybody else, Rebecca and Tommy, and I think Kyle was with Frank. Rebecca and Tommy were in the truck, and they essentially set up the call because they knew they were going to, because Moreno can only pull off so much. They set up the call and essentially tell the security guard that uh, the guy could be released to Moreno. Moreno takes a security guard, puts him in the truck. So that whole the thing. The ice cream truck. The ice cream that truck. That was the ice cream truck. I feel like that was Marino's or Moreno's side hustle. The ice cream. You know what? I we might see that ice cream truck next yeah, week. Hopefully, I think so. the storyline gets better. But you know, we'll see. He's Hopefully. selling drugs out the ice cream truck. Well, I mean, he was the gold guy last week. He's so. like Big Worm. That's the thing. I was about you know, to say he's like Big Worm. The ice cream truck is like an OG <laughs> thing from the Bay. You know. <laughs> Hey, hey, what you got Research. on my chili Fritos, homie? <laughs> <laughs> what you got on my 40, homie? <laughs> hey, Moreno. <laughs> just a Canadian girl just living in an American world. Welcome to our life. <laughs> I know. So um, they capture him, and now the FBI goes in, and they accuse Frank of stealing the guy. And Frank's like, I've been here the whole time, you know, with Lockhart. Which is pretty, that was probably, as far as storyline goes, like, streaming, stringing it together for it to make sense. That was probably the only part where it's like, okay... He forced he foresaw what was was gonna happen, so he kind of put it together, and you know it came about. But the rest, not not so much. So then we find out while they're while Frank and Kyle are in the office that they find out um, what's his name Taka Takashi oh, Takashi, yeah. who he introduces himself as the boss, the shipping boss, and turns out he is like the main boss. But he was playing the role like, hey man, you know, I inherited this from my family. Right. You know, I don't only think about Yakuza, Yakuza, you yeah. know, what is that? And he said he was like from Denver or something like yeah. that. So, And he pulled off the accent well, like, because sometimes, so this sounds terrible, but sometimes um, you think it's like, oh yeah, this person's from somewhere else and then he speaks like, oh no, you, you're American or you're whatever, like, oh you're from the South, like all that type of stuff. So he pulls it off real well that's actually believable. Then they fast forward or they a shoot to the next scene where now he's like this samurai warrior mm. which is another it's I don't know I don't know if they could have put more into it it was just you like, didn't buy that? no <laughs> well, he was I a mean, weak samurai he yeah, was a very it's, weak it's samurai it's just kind of like it's like one moment he was that like they tried to tie everything yeah. up in one episode yeah. and it just it seemed like there's just a lot of like holes that you can poke like he is, his character his character wasn't fully developed for one scene, he's in a he's in a business suit and says he's this. In the next scene, like it just except to mirror the whole motif of you got like Frank is the cowboy representing you know white American cowboy gung ho versus you know Japanese form of honor and like right. you see in that scene or later on he has one of her, one of his goons who messed up commit Harry Carey right. you know but I guess it's just to set up that contrast. But of he honor. doesn't even let him do it. I know. Yeah, it wasn't you know, too honorable. He, he really. wasn't too honorable, yeah. and he and he didn't do it with style. It was mm-hmm. almost kind of like, oh, you did that. Oh, okay, cool. Like it didn't feel Japanese. Yeah, it just it. <laughs> it did. It really did. It just seemed very off. Yeah. So, um, we get all all that. Um, we find out the ta- Takahashi. Takashi. Ta- Takashi is like the boss, and he's running things. And the whole thing now is. You didn't see what the bigger picture was. So, essentially, the main picture was there's a whole bunch of drugs that's going to be coming into the port. And they want to use that dr- the, those drugs, I'm guessing, to distri- distribute ver- in L.A. Yeah. But there wasn't... It, it just seemed very, like, well, what's the main... Like, is that it? Because that seems very, like, low level. Like well, a, money. Yeah, well, money. Be, but yeah. it's just kind of like it seemed, like, low... 
I guess you're supposed to think that the volume of drugs, because they had like a big old crate of that MDMA, and it's right. supposed to be like the new thing. So they call it Sphinx. That's the street name. So right. it's supposed to be the new revolutionary drug. Or is whatever, that what it is? Supposedly. Can you can you confirm? I've never I've never MDMA, taken Sphinx. Never yeah, know. It's, yeah. well, it's not that new though. It's more like eh, two thousand. <laughs> It's like 2011, 2012. When I was around, they used to to call it X, but that's the the old days. But it's the pure form, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why they call it that. Not that I do it or nothing. Not, <laughs> yeah. not that I know how yeah, to make we just, that. We just got through Googling that. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> I saw the, the uh, Yelp reviews <laughs> on MDMA. It was cool. Okay, so, yeah, my, my thing is, I guess because I've been watching, I've been covering a lot of other cop shows and shows like that, it just feels like if you're... If you're a samurai warrior and you have all these other people below you handing you swords and all this other stuff, it feels like there should it, there's more to it than just selling drugs, even though it's a ridiculous amount of drugs flooding L.A. Like, it just seems like there should have been something else. So I feel like they just didn't develop his character. There should have been some, like, Buddhist philosophy coming from him. Yeah, something like that, some, or, you know, yeah. like, some, like, so, like, maybe his sister is actually the one that's really running the show, and he's, you know, he, like, I mean, obviously they can only do so much in an hour, but it feels like this episode compared to the other ones. It was very surface level. Yeah, the, the, the tie-ins yeah. and all were just not, not that great, as I keep on saying, because, you know... I did spend time watching this episode. Time is money. So, um, so we find out that he's the boss and all that stuff. And then um, the shark, um, the the shark scene, uh, which is another loose one because was there a shark in that tank? It was supposed to be a shark. There it was a shark. I didn't feel like there was a shark in that tank. The, well, you saw the fin. Yeah, I think it was a fake fin. CGI fin. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. it was just like because. When he got thrown in, you know, and he and Suddenly like the shark was and, gone. and Tommy was like, "Oh, you didn't think you? I didn't think you were actually going to throw him in." He didn't look like he didn't know that she was going to throw him in. And the to- the story with Tommy, where he's saying that he was a surfer. Now, do you believe that story? Or do you think yeah. he's just telling that story? I actually to scare believe the guy? that's his backstory. No, I believe yeah. that. Yeah, that's like I'm backstory. hoping that's his his backstory because he seems very surfer esque. Yeah. So they throw him in the pool with the shark, and it's just kind of like one of those things. Like I almost, and this sounds really bad. I almost wish that after he finished telling like everything that he could tell the shark comes and eat him or yeah, bites him like, I, I, I wish that would have happened or like yeah. took a limb or something I just, it's just wish like, the shark would have appeared yeah, and, yeah, like, to, and then they would have been like, like oh wait the shark's still there right, and then right? they, put, like, they pull him out but it's just like oh he told the truth so now we're gonna pull him out like just take a toe off or something I don't know so again another anti- Plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> but what about the uh, the red string of fate that were, uh, yeah, Tommy had on Rebecca? Yeah, I, I, think, I think that was smooth. That was a smooth uh, move, brother. It was smooth, that but was it smooth. did kind of come out of nowhere. But I think they've been teasing the whole, like, yeah. Tommy-Rebecca yeah. relationship. Tommy's going to get those. He's going to get those? He's already getting those. He's already getting those. 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 Yakuzis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Yeezys. I don't know. It's on the Yeezys. So Tommy's either getting those or Tommy's About planning to. to get those. Yeah. Y'all so. know what I mean by he's getting those. Yeah. So is that is that how you like put the lines on for the ladies? Or that's the PG version. <laughs> <laughs> Young Capital with the game. <laughs> I think in one of your. Um, YouTube videos. Is there one where you're picking up the ladies? I haven't gotten to see see them. I've just seen yeah, the ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I dabble with the, uh, you know, pickup lines and stuff like that. I got a new pickup line. Look, 
fellas out there. Oh boy. When you walk up to a girl with a tattoo, just walk up to her and be like, hey, I like your tattoo. Does that read Netflix and chill? Bam, that worked for me today. She was like, nah, I said, dinner and a date. I said, El Pollo Loco? She said, yeah, meet me at five. Game, everybody, soak this up. Young Camel Toe in the house. So, anyways, <laughs> they managed to get the the, um, the location of the drugs from the guy, which so happens to be the exact place where right. they, um, Carlos... Yeah. Carlos got shot. Yeah. We were like, staring at it the whole time. Right. right. It just. And that same guy was from Danville, California. He talked about it. I don't know if you guys like noticed that. He no. was like, he, he, he was like, what do you know about the Akuza? He's like, I don't know. I'm from Danville, California. All I know is what oh, I've seen in the movies. What, oh, that's yeah. okay. Gotcha. I, I missed that part. So, I, but this is a funny thing. This is a you know detective for tonight. I'm assuming that somebody gets shot. They had the sting where Carlos was there and Frank was there and everything like that. They after everything is done, there's somebody who sweeps the area. Mm. I mean, again, I know a few cops and FBI agents, and I, you know, again, I don't, you know, this is my reference. I'm assuming I've seen enough cop shows. That's kind of usually what happens. So I'm just yeah, but they're not really cops. They're really not. <laughs> they're like. It feels more like bad boys cops, you know, where they kind of... Right, no, but Frank is the bad boy cops, but the real cops, the, 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 the real cops brought Frank and them in. So even right. though Frank left and he's on his way to do the whole thing with Carlos, there's still there still should be protocol after that yeah, the real cops do. But this is a show about Frank. It's not a show about real cops. Yeah, but now it just left a whole another hole because if they sweep the area, they probably would have found the drugs. That's true. See? You're thinking too much. But, but I, it wouldn't be an episode... <laughs> I know, that. but this is this is the whole problem. <laughs> this this is the problem. <laughs> but, how, but, how am I poking holes? I'm not even a cop, and I'm, I've poked what eleven. <laughs> yeah, but those real cops do come back, and they pop the Akuza at the end. Well, it's not the real cops. I mean, the feds. No, that uh, detective Windowski oh, and yeah, uh, detective Baker. You know, I yeah. think they're going to have a reoccurring role. You know yeah. what was cool about that though? What I really find interesting the is that. No, the pastries, that line. That was a funny line. He was, like, he was like, hey, why do you guys bring me here? You guys only have pastries, you know? Yeah, I like that. That was a good line. But those, uh, the feds or whatever, they killed all the Akuza guys that Frank and his boys couldn't do with four shots. It went bam, 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 bam. But wasn't it all in the back, though? It was all in their backs because they didn't see them coming. Yeah, but it wasn't. there was more than four people there. Oh. There was more than four people alive. All of a sudden, the camera splits and there's like eight down. I'm like, yo, four shots? <laughs> Y'all got ricochet bullets? Like, hold on. So they, they need a TV show. No, because, <laughs> because they, they they came in. So the security guard catches Frank and the team at the um, at the warehouse or at the shipping yard. And um, Rebecca finds one of the security guards. She finds out. She looks at his phone. Apparently, he texts the main guy. And the main guy says, we're on our way, which is another whole... So they're on. They know they're on their way, and then this really big buff Asian dude, essentially like really big buff Asian dude, gives them two options. And so then Frank says, you know, whatever, whatever, and Frank shoots him, which is fine. But my thing is, if you know you're going to be in these situations where there's going to be guns, like why aren't any of these people wearing vests? But whatever, because they be, were honorable. Yeah, you want to be a gangster, whatever. So Did that text message say hey first? Did it start out with hey? No. 
that's just how I start my text. Oh, <laughs> oh hey, we about to do this ambush. Hey, hey, little emojis. How you doing? Smiley face. Gun, gun, gun the water gun, the water gun. <laughs> gang, 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 gang. So um, they shoot the main guy, and the thing with that, again, me watching, and you can let me know if this is true. The after the main guy is shot, there has to be a second command, and. There was nobody called anything like pull back or whatever, and they just stood there. I think what what, we, what we've all dug up is lots of continuity errors yes. in that scene. Yes, so they just stood there, and then they pulled out their guns, and then Frank and them pulled out their guns, and then this is a whole another thing though. Like if you're gonna carry a gun. I feel like there's always like a backup gun somewhere. Like you have the main gun, and then you have like a gun strapped to your ankle. Yeah, or... they all ran out of bullets. Yeah, they all like all of them. Horrible shots. Nobody, <laughs> nobody had any other. What bullet... was Frank's name in the last episode? What they give him? No, he was he was the you know the underground guy. What do you mean? They gave him a name in the last episode. Frank was Frank was the. Uh... You know, he's like the the underground killer, killing criminals. Oh, oh the fictitious, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Mex the word that means boogeyman in Spanish. Yeah, right. okay. I'll, I'll get it for you. But yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. But yeah. Yeah, what happened to that guy? I know he, he ran out of bullets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he had the chopper and everything. This time he only has like like one pistol. And... Right. Yeah, it just it just seemed. And then where's their cars? Like even you don't have the bullets on you. They had to drive. TK, in, don't they, do this to yourself. The Akuza. <laughs> they I mean, came they, to the Akuza with pistols. Right. It's like, and then they had to. There has to be a car with guns in with the car. With the Dracos and the shotguns. Yeah, like, and Dracos. It was yeah. just. It was just very. They was playing like '93 James Bond. Like, come on, man, it's the future. Yeah, it was just uh, a lot. A lot of holes. So then, um, they. Oh wait, wait a minute. Oh yes. So then they catch the then they catch the guys. Oh no! Before that, so they all run out of bullets. All one of them. one after the other. All of them run out of bullets. And they just stand there after. <laughs> There's no movement. There's no like. Let's go back. It's just like, all right, I'm out of bullets. You out of bullets? Yeah, I'm out of bullets. You out of bullets? All right, what should we do? Let's just stand here. They don't even move. They're just like, mm, we gonna get this. I was almost waiting for one of them to come up and just throw their gun at the guy. It's just like, is this gonna be like do a, a boomerang? Yeah. <laughs> because it's just one of the, like those type of that type of episodes. Like, oh, there's some funny parts. Like maybe they're just gonna they're all out of bullet bullets. So one of them's gonna throw a gun and hit one of them See, in the head. I thought Frank was gonna like raise his hand and walk out and do one of his like, oh, my name is Frank and you guys should work with me. Right. I can help you. And then, and then pull the, the gun that he should have had on his ankle right. out. and Right. I don't know. <sighs> Anyways, Detective Wendowski and Detective Baker, who are actually my new favorites for this episode. They ate they, the pastries. They, That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> they ate all Frank's pastries. And did you notice they were actually wearing bulletproof vests? Yes. The only two on the whole episode yeah. <laughs> that didn't need the bulletproof vests because they came from behind. And they, they shot me. eight dudes with four bullets <laughs> and then they smiled while walking. One of them with had a, a limp. On the shoulder. Yeah, one of them had a limp looking like he came straight from a Snoop Dogg music video. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so we just heard just a random sound in the background. Um, so they caught them, and now Frank is now going to be battling with, uh, why do I always want to say Takashi? I want to say, anyways, Takashi. So he goes and battles with Takashi, comes in with the bat. 
Now, from what I remember, when Carlos gave Frank the bat, I swear it was like a plastic bat that you can get from like Walmart. But all of a sudden, the, the bat that Frank walked in with was an like aluminum Fresh bat. aluminum bat. Right. Yeah. I think it was a lighting. But the, I think the bat was like red and well, first of all, no, it was a, it was no, it was a it was a present. He had it in right. wrapping, right? But, oh, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah. let's talk about the whole bat thing. That was just corny, like to begin with. I mean, okay, because I'm an American cowboy cop, I'm gonna go in there and take on this yakuza with a bat. That was what? that was a fu- that's the fakuza. Okay, that's not even a real kuza. That that was the fakuza, fakuza, the fakuza, the fake army. Yeah, you know what he looked like, yo, the fakuza. Look like Koozie Boys. Koozie Boys. They, oh, they look like what was his name? Chris Tucker's stunt double. That's what they look oh like in rush God. hour, swinging a sword, trying to be cute. <laughs> Takashi so, was weak. Yeah, and then he went to battle with Frank, so it was a a, a bat against a sword. Yeah. So from what I, from what I know from like um, samurai type movies, these swords like pretty pretty much can cut through anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, if we're being realistic, the sword probably would have cut through that cheap aluminum oh, bat. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, but it you know. didn't. But I guess he wasn't one with the sword. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got to think like that. That's the way you got to watch this. Yeah, he so, was too yeah. angry. He didn't <laughs> internalize his anger. So he wasn't one with the sword, and him and Frank go at it. He gets a really good shot on Frank's back. Right. Like a really good slice Which on Frank's should have been over. Yeah, you think because he never talks. He, he like anytime he's about to kill somebody, he just does it. He doesn't like stab him and then say something and then finish it. Right. It because just... Frank is the main character, though. He had to talk to him. TV wound, <laughs> flesh wound. But it's so Frank manages to turn around and then get him and then proceed to beat him to death with the bat. Yeah. And he's about to go ham on him. That's when, you know. Kyle. Softy. Oh, yep. Stop it right there, buddy. You don't want to kill him. Looking like Malto Mill. <laughs> but actually, let's also go back. I think this is before that scene where Frank goes, oh, he's he's mourning Carlos's loss. And he goes to the graveyard to um, Billy, who is uh, Kyle's dad. Which is cool. Which is cool, but it's also kind of weird because it's just kind of like he's talking to the dad and the dad's talking to him. And now he's like, well, what are you going to do when he finds out? And it's like that, that, if the episode wasn't just so blah, that would have been a good, you know, like, I I can't wait to watch the next week's episode. Right. But everything else. like a, like a more responsible Cameron Falcon Cream. Dipset. Dipset. <laughs> I kind of wanted Cameron to come in and be like, yo, that's your got, twin brother. I kind of got like a Big Daddy Kane vibe. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely more of like, like a 90s. Like, yeah, like golden, more like uh, a Big Daddy Kane. Like, flat top. Yeah. yeah. Like he he had the mama at home, but he had other mamas in the street. Yeah. No, so look he, at you talking that game, TK. I'm learning, know. I guess. <laughs> there you go. So... um. So what do you think about that scene with the father? Do you think it was necessary? Do you think... Because we already know through the other episodes that obviously Billy's death is... You know, Frank was involved in it. It wasn't like a clean death where, you know, they were doing something dirty and he got shot. So... Yeah, we were talking about that. I mean, uh, the Frank uh, Billy's ghost is like, all right, you know, does he know? You know, are you going to tell him? So it's like a big... Look over here. Maybe he killed him. Maybe right. Frank popped him or he had something to do. So what was your theories on that, man? See... I feel like Frank might have killed uh, Craig's dad. Which is possible. 
Yeah. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe he had to do it. Yeah. Maybe just to cover up. Kill something. me, man. Kill you know, me, man. Kill me, man. Do it for the greater good. <laughs> right. But then the thing is, he's figuring out because Kyle's just not giving up. So eventually Kyle's going to find out. And of course, you know, this is TV, so you can't just tell him. But in real life, it's like, you know, just tell him and get it over. Because either way, he's going to be pissed off. But that would be the end of the show. And well. here's the thing. I feel like when they tell him, like, Kyle's going to, like, cry and be mad for, like, a good five minutes. And then there's going to be a next scene. And Kyle's going to be like, all right, Frank, what are we doing now? It's like, come on, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Like, stay with your anger for Speaking once. Speaking of Kyle, too, um, disappointment, <laughs> going right back to the beginning when him and him and Mrs. Craig... His, Daddy issues. <laughs> I mean, I thought... They just had no chemistry, though. Well... He's softer than a funnel cake. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was going to tag him on this episode, but clearly we're not going to tag him on this episode. So, anyways... <laughs> Because <laughs> I looked him up on Twitter. I was like, oh, this week. Uh, Don't do it. Yeah, we're not going to do It's just the character. It's just the character. We're not going to do that. You got to find a good day for Kyle. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that kind of pre-sex scene type thing. And it's just kind of like. Yeah, it just, it just, it almost seemed like um, the it showed what the episode was going to be like. Like, you thought you were going to get some, but you didn't. I did like the dialogue, though, when she was like, she was like, look, you know how it is. Like, I go to work, you come home, we work out, and then we get to business. Like, mm. that's a cool schedule. Exactly. That was a good schedule. Right. Like, you know? out of, so you literally have, what, half an hour, 90 minutes, an hour to, like, do what you need to do, do and then go back to thinking about the case. Like, mm. How long your dad's been dead for years now, or at least uh, like fake the funk? Like, just nah, like I think he can, I think fun. Kyle might be having some performance issues, man. You know, his uh, his mind is clearly elsewhere. What do you do when you have performance issues, guys? Virtual reality uh, experiences. <laughs> That's the one thing I wouldn't know about, but back hey. to the ending. <laughs> this generation of kids is going to be the first generation of kids to be caught Wait, beating I'm... the stick, beating the meat, and not even know about it. That's Young Kamato is our uh, resident expert on technology. Wait, I'm just getting what? hit to like, the beating virtual the meat reality. Without, they wouldn't know what they're doing it? No, they won't know that they have they got caught like when mom busting busting the door like they gonna have the headset on cause it's, you have a headset when right. you watch it so you in it 360 movement everywhere you go you right. see it so like you gonna be beating the stick and you just won't know <laughs> that your mom walked in on you it's gonna be the first they gonna they gonna bust one right in front of mom with a smile like <laughs> oh my god I'm telling you that's what you alright it's gonna happen <laughs> What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say um, I was gonna take us back to that <laughs> term Leviathan, and that's kind of like the uh, foreshadow that uh, Billy's ghost drops to uh, Frank. He's like, after they go through the whole like, um, oh yeah, the Isaiah. Yeah, yeah he quotes a biblical scripture, right? And it basically says, okay, but it's you know, it's not Isaiah twenty-seven one. There you go, girl. What is mm. it? Okay, yeah, I'll Ooh. look it up. What it says, and maybe Ooh. they can tell us in the chat. Ooh, she said Isaiah. Plus. She had that on deck. She yeah, man. Our girl knows the scripture. Church. Okay, Jesus, and Christian woman. Hey, don't y'all love the pastors who who like will flip oh to a verse Here we go. and then will not find a verse and then flip to another verse real quick just because <laughs> they try to just hide the fact that they couldn't find a verse. Like, who made this Bible? Like, <laughs> it's a new Bible. 
one. Terrible. So maybe you can tell us about this Leviathan, though. But that verse refers to like you know a, a monster that is basically unkillable, yeah. unkillable by In man. In that day, the Lord will punish uh, punish with his sword, which is a samurai reference, I guess. His fierce, great, and powerful sword, Le- Leviathan, the gliding serpent, Leviathan, the coiling serpent. He will slay the monster of the sea. So I'll look. What is that sound? But whatever. Something's yeah, Leviathan sounds like, okay, when they say the beast, sounds like the yeah, devil. Yeah, like almost a, like a devil type yeah. thing. Yeah. So were, what you just want to find out what it was about? Or? No, no, no. That was fine. That makes sense. Leviathan is a sea monster reference in Takana or the Old Testament. The word, the word has become synonymous with a large sea monster or creature in literature. There you go. Yeah. A little education lesson for you. There you go. Um, so they they end they end it. Um, he kills off Taka who Takashi Takashi, and then this is this is then they like it's like you you go through all these theories with all the holes in it, and then they leave happy that they did their job because the FBI comes in and swoops in and is like oh well, we're gonna take this and announce that you know with help we were able to take down this mob boss. But the thing is, he's not really a mob boss if he just sells, like, drugs. He's not a mob boss. He's, he's the... It seems like the middleman, like, he's, he's working the, for somebody else. Yeah. So, is it's it really, fuckers, like, is this fuckers. is this somebody, like, you know, detective, you let me know. Like, yeah. is this I somebody think, you really... I do think PR that he is, the, you know, he's the shot caller of the Yakuza in the United States. No, I just, probably in no, that, in, probably in, yeah, like, Glendale. In hood, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not United Mont- States. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's, so he's not as big as we thought. He's yeah, he's not Palmdale. as big as we thought. Okay. <laughs> all yeah. these goons had Mazdas, 2005s. Yeah. So, yeah, and then they all like hug and walk off, and that's the end. And of the Frank episode. doesn't get the credit because the feds coming to take the credit, right? right? But then even after that, that part, then like him and Kyle and the Rebecca and Tommy just like walk off, like, oh, we did a good job, and. And uh, yeah, Kyle's, was... Kyle has a little thing with Rebecca, you know. So we good, and she's like, eh. yeah. Well, now, yeah, she's so Kyle has a thing with Rebecca, and she's like, well, you know, this is what Frank told me, and like Kyle's like, well, this is what Frank is really doing, and she's like, well, I guess we're stuck with you until we find out who killed your dad, pretty much. Rebecca did fire the first shots though. Like whenever Rebecca's in a gunfight, like she fires the first shot. I've noticed that. So well, I mean, she's. I I think she's like gangster, more yeah. gangster than everybody else. She did. She she gave that um, the guy I think that she threw into the Shark Tank like a bitch slap. Like yeah. did you see that? <laughs> she did. Yeah, I, I that. yeah, okay. like a backhanded like uh, shut your mouth type thing. Like okay. you know, if Rebecca and Camel Toe were in a relationship, Rebecca would be <laughs> running it. <laughs> No. You would be abused. How? <laughs> he would be, How? I would see be, that coming from a mile away. You would be abused. Every time Rebecca kind of smirks, <laughs> she does something dumb. No. <laughs> I mean, I have to call the detective like, hey, we haven't seen young Camelton in like two weeks. I would so have you. Frank on my side. <laughs> Yo, I'd be Frank, handle that. And I have Alonzo's kid. They don't know. Yeah, where's Alonzo's kids? Grandkids. You know. Predictions. Yeah, predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Frank kills Kyle's <laughs> daddy. And when he finds out, his daddy issues are going to grow. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think obviously they've been in uh what's in your face the surface level is um Tommy and Rebecca, but I still say, you know, that 
Rebecca Kyle, and Kyle. Yeah, Rebecca and Kyle have this, you know, unresolved sexual tension because they hate each other at first. And that's the people you usually see, you know, screwing later on. They're going to accidentally screw. Accidentally screw. Oh, he's just going to fall. She's going to yeah. just fall oh, he's gonna on fall that. Into it. Yeah, like, oops. <laughs> and then God. Rebecca's going to be like, you know what happened last time? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, what do you mean? They're going to act like nothing. Yeah, and it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. And then Tommy's going to beat up Kyle. Cause no, Tommy's Tommy's cool. I feel like he's one with the well. One with Kyle's the wife, girlfriend, she needs to get some. So maybe Tommy will help that out. <laughs> okay, so hopefully, there we go. Hopefully, now you're thinking. Hopefully, Kyle's girlfriend gets laid next week. With that's Tommy, whoever that would make it interesting. That's, that's Who, your prediction. Whoever, Kyle, like do whoever the writers are. <laughs> I'm sure everything's in the can, but she needs to get some love because yeah. this is ridiculous. So yeah. I think I want uh, her to get kidnapped. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah, but I don't like. I, she doesn't have enough enough like talk time. No, I'm just saying, like, make Kyle vulnerable. In, like, he's a already vulnerable. He's vulnerable about past things that happen, but he never really has like somebody who he really. Cares yeah, if about she gets kidnapped, then he's the gonna work. Then he's you gonna know. wish that he put in the work. Yeah, so she has right. something to hold on to. Something to put his wo- some wood in his pencil. <laughs> hey, that number two. You know what I'm saying? That number two. You know what I'm saying? Strong like bull. You mean number 12. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, no, no. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> taking a deep over there. What is this? <laughs> so hopefully Kyle's girlfriend gets laid. Um, I don't see the whole Kyle or Rebecca thing, but we'll see. Um, I definitely see. I think I said this last week, so hopefully we'll talk about it. We got a little bit of it this week. The whole, the whole story with um, Tommy's backstory. And, of course, you know, Frank is going to get in some trouble with somebody else. And, you know, there's going to be somebody else that he's... I kind of almost want to see something happen to Moreno where Frank has to come and save him. Mm. Like, to see how important... he Just beyond a snitch or a, sne- a CI, how important Moreno, like, that relationship with him. I want to see Frank get in trouble and Moreno come and save Frank. That would be hilariously funny. Mm. I want a Moreno episode. He needs his own show. He, he needs an episode. Like, he's like... Cop, but not really cop. Like he's cops of the street, but he's not. He doesn't have a badge or anything. I will say this: Moreno feels like if he was to be a dirty cop, he'd probably be a good dirty cop. Moreno. Would. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. he even just has that whole street walk. The whole like, swag. He's believable, you know. Yeah. I mean? Um. Yeah, we'll see what happens next. Like, hopefully, hopefully next week is a little bit. Better. Moreno, come talk on our panel. Come on, Moreno. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I was going to send a text, a uh, 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 tweet to Justin, but I'm not going to send one tonight. <laughs> you might have to erase this episode. <laughs> He's like, nah, they just poked holes all through episode three. You got to give them episode one. Be like, hey, we love to have you on our show. Uh, it's because out episode one. It's yeah. because we like the show. We just have high expectations. We yeah. want them to do better. I mean, yeah, our resident detectives all like just. I'm sorry. Just poking <laughs> holes all in it. So hopefully next week is better. Um, we see some action between some folks. We see some other folks getting kidnapped. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I can't. Can't even. More Pokemon references, please. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank's and and um, what's his name's grandson um, from Training Day the movie. Oh. Uh, oh my gosh! You knew he's the main character. I can't think of his name. Never mind. 
Anyways, I lost on that one. Anywho, guys, we appreciate your comments on um, AfterBuzz TV on the, the YouTube page, even on uh, iTunes as well. Please let us know what you think. Please let us know if you actually liked the episode. Let us know if we are just completely incorrect and we are too critical on it. All that good stuff. You can follow me at TK Trinidad on everything. Really appreciate all your feedback. And where we can find you guys at. Hey, everybody. I'm Al Greg. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at Algae underscore Jamaica House Film and on Twitter at SoundClash Cine. Yes, your boy Emmanuel Wright. You can check me out on Instagram at Young Camel Toe and on uh, Twitter at David Spitz. Yeah. There you have it, guys. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 